Hello, and welcome to Remote Pep Talks with me, Ryan Miller. And I'm really happy you're here. What I do on this podcast is I take questions, comments that have been sent to me by a listener, and I unpack them and have a little discussion somewhere that sounds really nice. Today, the the thought-provoking issue comes from Chelsea, and it's this. What do you do when what you think is unacceptable behavior doesn't align with what is socially unacceptable? How do you navigate communicating a different vision stroke idea? Great question. Lots of directions to go with that. And what I decided to do, what I ended up doing, was to take a bit of a, a global approach and think about how, how we fit and how Chelsea fits in into society and what she can do in her position to more fully embody who she is and stand as a as an example of the life she wants to lead for others and it's a really fun chat and the place that we have this chat is actually the global dawn chorus project what happens with the global dawn chorus project is every may 1st people go out and record bird sounds and well the dawn chorus and then they mix them all together and I took the European Global Dawn Chorus project and went out with Chelsea and we surrounded ourselves with bird sounds and had a lovely chat let's go listen to that chat now It's funny getting up so early to be out in the woods, but sometimes you got to do something a little bit different. I'm not an early riser. I know you're not either, but it's the day of the Global Dawn Chorus Project. And listen to those birds from all over Europe, all around, all around us. And for me, doing things... (laughs) kind of outside my comfort zone in the stretch zone as you know so well Chelsea it's it's great it's a it's a very alive place to be and that's what I love about this and I think challenging ourselves and challenging others to look at the I don't know how to say this to challenge ourselves and to challenge others to look at our beliefs look at what we think and re-examine them. Be more, I don't want to say open, but be more more fluid. Or at least ensure that we have the right material, if that makes sense. Your question, what do you do when you think behavior that is unacceptable doesn't align with what is socially acceptable? And I think there's really a couple of things that we can do here. And one, and I don't think I need to tell you this, but I'm going to say it anyway, but is having the courage of your convictions. You're a very evolved person, very sensitive, very empathetic. And I think also with a great deal of 
compassion and understanding of yourself and what you value. And I think reminding yourself of that, you know, I think as, as people in general, I think we need to be more rooted in who we are as people and what matters to us. What are our values and how do we live those values in our days, be it kindness or getting up early and making sure that we exercise every day or that we reach out to friends or we want to get better at a hobby like playing the guitar or teach ourselves new skills or anything, whatever it is that we value that we want to do for ourselves, we take the steps to do that. And if that means standing up and saying, no, I don't sign off on this, I don't agree, I don't support it, then we do that. And I think the other thing we need to reckon with, this is something that is very present for me and where I'm at in my life is letting go of identities of ourselves, our ideas of ourselves that maybe no longer serve us or are maybe not so accurate anymore. I'm moving on from my current job soon where I'm a, I'm a chief editor, do a lot of writing, a lot of editing. I don't know if I want to do that anymore. You know, I might need to take a, take a break, do something else. And that matters because I have to, or I've had to do some reflection on, on what I do to see that oh, maybe I'm, I'm moving myself in a different direction and I need to be truthful to myself and, and move in a different direction. And that's different than having the courage of your convictions. That's being honest with who you are and where you're at. And I know for you, Chels, I know you're a, you're a real leader in your community and someone who a lot of people look up to. You make decisions that impact other people's lives. And I think the more you can own that and just live in that space and, you know, they do that. They, people look up to you for a reason. And, you know, it's okay to make mistakes. And it's also okay to go, you know what? This is who I am. This is what matters. And this is how we can approach this issue. There's, there's a piece in here. I think it's related. I just think it's also a cool story. It's about marginal gains. Marginal gains works like this. You get a bunch of little improvements in a bunch of different areas. A great example of this, which I, I learned from James Clear, the author of a, a wonderful book, Atomic Habits, is the British cycling team. They were not good. In fact, he says, since 1908, British riders hadn't won a single gold medal at the Olympics, and they were terrible in the Tour de France. So... They hired this guy, Sir David Brailsford, as the performance director in 2003. And the guy just, he just went ham on the whole, <laughs> on the whole thing. And he, he, he's like, okay, so what massage cream do we use? And does that help riders bounce back faster? They, they hired a surgeon to teach every rider how to wash their hands perfectly so that they were less likely to get sick. They, they painted the inside of the team truck white so that they could see any speck of dirt easier. So they're like, no, we need to be able to spot dust and, and clean. Like every aspect of this team, their performance from sleep to the material in their shorts to the, you know, like everything you can imagine. They just tried to improve it a little bit. 
and the aggregation of these marginal gains, 1% here, 2% there, someone gets sick one less time a year, and what does that add in terms of their training regimen? All of these things, independently, doing one doesn't make a big difference. But you pile them all together, and then they just went on a tear. During the 10-year span from 2007 to 2017, British cyclists won 178 world championships. Chelsea, 66 Olympic or Paralympic gold medals and five Tour de France victories. That's the power of marginal gains. And I think it relates to this issue that you're thinking about. Because it's about doing a bunch of little things. Again, more courage in your convictions. Not a big revolution because I think you really, really embody you're someone who knows what you stand for, but just a little bit, just a little bit more. And then being more of a leader or embodying more of your own path for growth. And, and then there's something else. And of course, this is about other people, but I mean, more and more, I think other people are a real problem. <laughs> Not everybody. But a lot of people have really, really different ideas about everything, different values that I don't agree with, you know, and I think a global pandemic that is stretching on for far too long than if we had just addressed this issue as a, as a global society, insofar as we have a global society, would have meant that we would be back to be living normal lives much quicker. But anyway, we didn't do that. We're not doing that. Everyone has different ideas. People don't want to get vaccinated. Some people are tripping over each other to get vaccinated. I haven't traveled in over a year, and I know people who have traveled the whole time because they're parents and they have kids in my kid's school. I'm like, come on. But I think that maintaining a sensitivity to other people's perspective, what other people are going through, which we don't know. So we give the benefit of the doubt to other people to try and meet them where they're at with a generosity and openness. What is, there's, a, there's a quote. I think it's a quote. And you don't mistake kindness for weakness. And I think we can be we can be kind and we can be strong. We can give people the benefit of the doubt. Someone's not wearing a mask when we think they should. We let it go. But if we really have a problem with the way someone is behaving or interacting or something they do or a choice they make, we know that we need to stand up and tell them in no uncertain terms, this is not okay. And you know... The other thing here is, for you particularly, I think you're a wonderful person. You're, yeah, so smart and funny and generous and warm-hearted and caring and, yeah, with an enormous power, you know, that is that is evident and just a, just a fucking all-around great person. I don't know what I need to tell you because I think... I mean, and actually, when you <laughs> when you asked for my input, 
And then I asked for clarification and you wrote back. It was like, like the perfect answer, right? You know what you need to do. You don't need my uh, input necessarily, although you you get it. You get my input. But yeah, I think that's that's one of the things I, I admire about you is that you're you're so open, but you also think so deeply about issues that I think some people don't acknowledge or don't understand or don't know to think deeply about. And I think that's a strength that you have, and that's something that will guide you and guide your thinking as you carry on turning this issue over in your hands and examining it from different angles. I think I the other thing I should tell you is that I... I love being out here w- with you and enjoying the enjoying the bird song. It's just really nice, you know. It's pleasant, and it's a uh, it's it's very comfortable. And uh, yeah, and I thank you for for taking the time to meet with me, and and to meet with me early in the morning. I know you're not a morning person, so the fact that you would uh, you would get up early and and come meet with me. Is, uh, is much appreciated. And that's why I brought all these birds. Okay, I didn't bring all the birds, but they're here. All right. <sighs> Maybe that's the last thing. Just <sighs> to take some deep breaths. Yeah, because I can't help you, I think, so much think your way through your challenges. Although I've tried. I've tried. To my credit, I've tried. But I think just taking some more deep breaths when you're encountering situations that cause you to, to think or question yourself or question other people... Deep fucking breaths. D-F-B. D-F-B. Thank you, Chelsea. All right. That's the end. Well, this is the end. This is the outro part. I want to say thank you to Chelsea for sending in that thought so we could have this discussion. And I want to say thank you to the second harmonic generation for the bird sounds, the Global Dawn Chorus. And thank you also to my man Bone40 for the theme music. And thank you, of course, to you, the listener. I really appreciate having you along for the ride. Ah. <sighs> Do you hear that drilling in the background? The workers are back. The workers are back. And... Huh. Maybe it's a, it's nice. Sort of a, a gentle thrum. Like a woodpecker, let's imagine. So, what I want to say to you is if you are enjoying this podcast, check out the other episodes that we have. Send me an email, peptalks at ryanmillar.com, and we can... I I can make one for you. And, of course, rate and review and subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or Podcast Addict or 
SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, check it out wherever you consume your podcast content. Subscribe, rate and review, and help other people find a remote pep talk. Because who doesn't need a pep talk now and again? And who doesn't love a pep talk that you can enjoy at any time, whenever you want, because it's up to you. Now, go out there and enjoy your day, but especially enjoy your right now.